Hello, 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 and welcome to Courageously Kind. I'm Maddie. And I'm Liz. We're twin sisters and best friends. Together, we share stories of especially kind humans doing especially kind things in hopes that these conversations motivate and inspire you to be kinder to yourself and others. When we're not speaking with an incredible guest, we'll speak directly from our hearts about what it means to us to be courageously kind. So this is kind of an exciting episode of Courageously Kind because in addition to our regular streaming platforms such as Spotify and Apple Podcasts, we're going to be putting our podcast on YouTube. So thank you for joining us, whether you're listening on your normal streaming platforms or you're watching us today. Thank you so much for being here. We really appreciate it. Also, I'm wearing my shirt today. Cute. We have Courageously Kind shirts. They say, be courageously kind. And if you want one, hit us up. They're really cute. Maybe someday we'll have like a proper web store, but for right now, you can just send us a DM and we'll get you hooked up with one if you want one. So, I think introductions are good and done. Yeah, let's dive into this week's episode. Woo! Do you have a title for this week's episode? No, I'm, I'm trying to come up with... One. Fun fact, sometimes we go off of a title, sometimes we pick the title first and like the topic, yeah. and other times we make it up at 10.59 before we upload it. We don't upload it at 11 now anymore. No, we upload it at 1, but that's okay. Um, this week's episode, inspired by our life, Liz's life, um, and an event that occurred not really an event that occurred. Hmm. Um, I'll cut to the chase. We went to an amusement park yesterday. It was really fun. I had a really great time. I had a really great time, too. I walked more than I've walked in, like, years. Honestly. I know. I feel it, too. Legs Ooh. are sore. Um, but kind of got us thinking about some interactions that Liz has had in amusement parks, and I'll let her speak to that. But, um, yeah, like most of our episodes, we drew that inspiration from uh, an event that happened in our life. Yeah, so whenever I go anywhere in public, whether it's a grocery store or walking down the street, anything, I do experience people staring at me. It's a very weird feeling because sometimes, like, you kind of forget that you look different. Mm. I was thinking about this when we were talking about the episode this week. I was thinking about, like, as a little kid, I grew up with a group of people who knew what I looked like Mm. and didn't care. Um... So it was, it's always weird to be in a situation where people don't know you and they, you know, instinctually stare at you. Um, growing up, it was a really weird feeling. I always felt kind of not creeped out, but just like, like you don't feel any different. Yeah, con- I imagine it would be confusing. It was really confusing as a little kid. Um, and I've learn to kind of not deal with it, but I understand it better now. It's not something I, I, I've dealt with my entire life. You know, I, I used to have kids. I still do. Kids would, like, follow me around the grocery store. That That's wild weird. to me. And I feel bad. I'm like, honey, you're going to get lost. <laughs> Your Lightman, mom's back there. I know, yeah. is a big store. <laughs> it's scary. Yeah. I get lost. Yeah. Um. So I've always dealt with it. I've gotten really used to it. But it it still affects me, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. Um, and so we thought, why not talk about it? Why not talk about 
what you can do to help me out. You know, it's interesting, too. A lot of people, we get a comment, a question a lot, asking if people stare at you and how mm. you feel about it and what your thoughts are. So we're going to be talking all about it today. Yeah, and I, I used to get really upset over it. You know, as a young kid and a young teenager, it's upsetting and it feels really weird and really uncomfortable. But I understand now it just comes from a place of ignorance. Mm. And ignorance is not always a bad thing. Um, but if you don't see it, I hate to say it. You don't see it. Um, you don't see differences. You don't You don't know about them. It leaves curiosities and exactly. questions. And, you know, we were even talking earlier how, you know, even though Liz has a facial difference and we're around facial differences a lot, sometimes I have some, like, internalized, like, ableist thoughts or curiosities or things like that you know we we started talking about this episode we wanted to make it for parents and then we thought you know what why not make it for everyone you know just because i have a difference doesn't mean i'm exempt from being able and having able thoughts and interactions yeah um so these are our tips, and this is advice that anyone can take, including myself. You know, yeah. sometimes I need to take my own advice. Yeah, I agree. Sometimes I have to take your advice. Um, so yeah, so this is for parents, for people, for kids, for older siblings, for babysitters, for anyone's teachers, anyone who is around kids, or anyone who just wants to learn about this in general. Learn about facial differences and how to be more inclusive and, and how to learn um, in a respectful way. Absolutely. So we're going to break down kind of how to stop staring um, in two parts. We're going to break down first immediate action. So what you could do exactly in that situation. Mm-hmm. And then we're going to talk about preventative action. Um Preventative action, I think, is more maybe for parents or for teachers yeah. that have younger kids um, and want to, to teach them about differences early on and Absolutely. to expose them to differences early on. And immediate action is more for, you know, literally anyone listening to this, yeah. myself included. Yeah. Um, first thing you want to do, I think we've all done it. It doesn't matter if you make eye contact with someone who looks different or not. You make that awkward eye contact, and then you look away. Right. It's like, it's oh, like, oh, they caught me. Oh. Yeah. Yeah, it's like, it's almost, you know, I, I hate to ramble, but it's almost like this vulnerable second of, like, we just connected, and that's very vulnerable. And, and I, don't I don't know what to do about it. I don't know what to do, and so I'm just going to look away. Yeah. Um, so the easiest thing to do whenever you make eye contact with someone, even if you don't make eye contact with someone, if you're looking at them... They know. <laughs> they can feel it. They can feel it. Yeah. They just know. You you know, I'm, I'm sure we all experience, you know, somebody, you know, looking at us. You know that you can, yeah. You know that you're being like that. So the first thing you want to do is smile. I love it. It kind, I feel like a smile kind of breaks the ice. Yeah. It's so easy. It cuts the tension. It cuts the tension. And if you're looking, if you're not a parent or anyone in a position to educate a child... Um, you can still, you know, still just smile. Yeah. If you are a parent, 
you need to lead by example. Yeah. You know, I remember I was a really shy kid. Mm. We both were really shy kids, mm. which is very ironic because <laughs> we kind of thrown ourselves into the internet. Yeah. Um, but I remember, you know, seeing my mom being so friendly. Yeah. And interactive. Yeah. That helps you be interactive. Yeah. So the first thing you want to do is smile. I Say love hi. it. I love it. Yeah. Um, I would say if you are in, like, if you're in a position to have an interaction with that person, say maybe you're working or you're, I don't know, if you're in a position to have a conversation with that mm-hmm. person, just treat them like any other person. Absolutely. You know, the way I like to think about facial differences in particular is that, like, we all look different. Mm-hmm. There's some people out there that look different and we've never seen differences like mm-hmm. theirs before but it's no big deal yeah you know yeah. they're still just a human mm-hmm. and they're still just a person just like anybody else so just i would say you know start a conversation with them like you would start a conversation with anybody else yeah another thing huge huge too to kind of ease the tension break the ice is a compliment a yeah. compliment can go a huge way i love that um and it can also kind of be an excuse and kind of catch you. You know, if if you're looking at someone because they're different, you might not even realize it until you make eye contact with them. Mm-hmm. And you're like, oh my gosh, I feel terrible. I was just staring at this person. Quick, compliment them. I love your shirt. Oh my god, I love your shirt. Oh my god, your hair is so cute. Yeah. Yeah. And especially if you're a parent, too, mm-hmm. you can include your kid in that compliment. Yeah. You know, you say, oh my god, look at how cool her backpack is. Yeah. Look at... Look at know, their shoes. Aren't look they cool? Look how pretty her hair is. Yeah. A great way to just show kindness mm. and break the ice and throw a compliment. I love that. I've been trying to compliment strangers more. And I think so it's fun. just so fun and I've had so many cute little conversations so just by fun. complimenting a stranger. It, it takes a little courage. It does. But you know. it's usually... Like a fun interaction. Yeah. But that's a great way to spread kindness instead of an awkward, uncomfortable interaction. Yeah. I love it. You know, because you can't... I, I, we're going to talk about preventative action, but sometimes these situations aren't preventable. Mm-hmm. Sometimes they're just not. Yeah. Um, or sometimes you might not even know that you have to prevent these interactions. Right. Until they happen, and you're like... Oh my god, what do I do? Yeah. Yeah. So, it all comes back to kindness, friends. Yeah. Simple moments of kindness. Simple moments of kindness. Let's talk about preventative measures for a second. Because I feel like sometimes, I think the thing that happens most often is, say, a kid has a question about Mm -hmm. a facial difference. Say a kid asks their parent, hey, you know, what's up with that? What's the deal? Yeah. And parents don't know how to respond. Yeah. When parents don't know how the answers, mm-hmm. sometimes they tell the kid not to ask the question. Yes. And this leads to, you know, I can't, I hate to, can I cut you no. off? No, no, you're Um, We get questions all the time that it's like, is this okay to ask, you know, adults? Yeah. You know, people our age and older. Yeah. That will, will ask, you know, is, is this okay to talk about? Yeah. Um. And the answer for us is always yes. Absolutely. Absolutely. No question is a bad question or inappropriate question mm-hmm. as long as it comes from a place of kindness. Absolutely. So, 
Um, you know, I think it's it's really honorable for a parent to say, you know, I'm not exactly sure what their condition is, uh-huh. um, but and then go from there. You know, it's okay not to know the answers. Yeah. It's okay to not have a definitive answer, mm-hmm. but kind of silencing the question and moving on and saying, stop staring, let's mm-hmm. go, or whatever. Mm-hmm. You kind of squash a teaching moment. You squash a teaching moment and you almost add to the stigma. It just adds to, like, the mystery mm-hmm. and the, you know, closedness. I didn't want to say openness, but, like, yeah. a yeah. secrecy, mystery maybe. Mystery is a good, good way to put it. Yeah, just unanswered questions. Mm-hmm. And, and courageous for time, we feel, you know, we're open books. We'll tell you anything. Yeah. Um, and we think this is really important to educate, you know, I think... You know, I'm here to educate other people mm-hmm. and talk to them. Mm-hmm. And it can get draining mm-hmm. and it can get tedious, mm-hmm. but somebody's got to do it. Yeah, I saw a post the other day that was like, advocacy is hard work, but mm-hmm. somebody has to do it. Right. If we all have that mentality of like, it's I'm too not hard. here to educate you, yeah, then nobody's going to educate anybody. Nobody's going to be educated. Yeah. Yeah. Um. We have a whole episode dedicated toward how to talk to your kids about facial differences. So if that's something you're interested in, definitely check that out. Um, And we give a bunch of great resources. And there's a bunch of great resources on our Instagram. We share a bunch of resources all the time. Um, And, you know, our goal is to hopefully, you know, make as many resources as we can for parents and for children. And for anyone who wants to learn about mm-hmm. face equality and things like that. You know, we really believe that if children can be educated and informed in environments that they're comfortable in, like their home or their classroom, we can prevent these these uncomfortable interactions and we can make a more inclusive world. And we've seen it, you know, like the yeah. kids in our class... Like, just about every year in our class, you know, maybe our parents would come in and talk with the teacher, or the mm-hmm. teacher would talk with the class, or Liz would talk with the class. Yeah. Just about herself and about her condition and to treat her the same. And mm-hmm. and we've seen that. You know, our friends, I don't think, look at us any differently. Yeah. And that just goes to show what education can do at an early age but also at any stage too yeah. and you know you know we've seen it too with young children mm-hmm. you know we have good family friends that are now raising children mm-hmm. and they see me on their fridge every day yeah and so it's not a mystery mm-hmm. um it's not unknown mm-hmm. you know it's, it's just liz it's just liz yeah just liz yeah So as always, we are open books. Any questions you might have, feel free to send them our way and we'll answer them to the best of our ability. Absolutely. Like I said, we have a whole episode dedicated to how to talk to your kids about facial differences. So if that's something you're interested in, um, feel free to check that out. Yeah. And thanks for being here for our first visual (gasps) podcast episode. This was really fun. It made me really conscious of like what I was doing with my hands and... I have sweatpants on that you can't see. You know, we nice. we got away with, you know, filming these in our pajamas. Um, okay. We could still film these in our pajamas. I don't but think anybody would mind. I don't think anybody. It's courageously kind. Y'all are pretty cool. So. 
Um, so thanks for being here. And hopefully every episode we do now is going to be also recorded visually. Um, so you can get your visual content, you can get your audio content. Um, it's going to be the same content either way. Absolutely. Um, so you can watch this if you want to see our faces or you can listen to it if you want to put it on your car or whatever. Um, and thanks for joining us. This is only the beginning. We'll see you soon. Bye. We'd like to give a huge thank you to Annawalt's Landscape Contracting for their support of Courageously Kind. Annawalt's is a family-owned landscape contracting company in Berks County that has served Pennsylvania for over 35 years. If you're ready to get your landscaping project started, visit annawaltslandscape.com or call 610-916-7070. Annawalt's Landscape Contracting, beautifying Pennsylvania one yard at a time. Thank you so much for listening. If you like this episode, feel free to share it with your friends, your family, or anyone you think might like it too. And if you want to support the show, leave us a review on Spotify or Apple Podcasts. It really does help. Or check out our merch store at courageouslykind.org. Take good care, and we'll see you back here real soon.